what are the best months or time of year for a beach or destination wedding? Welcome to show number five of the Beach Wedding Show. My name is Steve Gorney, and I own and operate with my wife, Sandy, Paradise Beach Weddings, a full-service planner and beach wedding specialist on the east coast of Central Florida in New Smyrna Beach, Florida, also Volusia County. The shows are going to get more topical now. Instead of wide-ranging topics like pricing, pros and cons, we're going to get into specific areas of beach weddings and spend some time in those areas It occurred to me, though, as I listened back to the first four shows, these shows are full of data, numbers, all kinds of depth, and it occurred to me that you, the listeners, know very little about me and my wife, Sandy, how we got into this business, even how we met and how long we've been together. So in the open of each show, I'm going to tell a little bit more information, personal information, so you can get to know us a little bit better. In 1991, the company that I was working for, a software company in Orlando, Florida, was acquired and moved to Los Angeles, and the owner of that company and myself were relocated to Redondo Beach, which is in the Los Angeles area, and I spent three years working for a Japanese-based computer technology company as national sales manager. I also did a lot of travel. I'm thinking that I traveled 50% of the time uh, via air. uh, And I had a small apartment, kind of an efficiency apartment at the beach that we called the Van Gogh. Because as the only occupant of that apartment, I had what I wanted. Uh, (laughs) My food was in the fridge when I got home, things like that. So in 1992... Uh, I was out on a trip to Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, and as it was back in those days when you did business travel via air from Monday through Friday, the airfares were much more expensive. The pricing was much different than if you did a Saturday night stayover. So uh, being from upstate New York originally, I decided to fly into upstate to visit one of my oldest friends in the world, Phil, and I flew in pretty late at night from Minneapolis into Binghamton, New York, and it would save the company money because if I did a Saturday night stayover when I was out traveling, the airfares would drop by hundreds and hundreds of dollars. So I could literally fly in for the weekend and fly home and save the company money. And that became a practice that I use quite often. So I drove a rental car from the airport to a bar restaurant in a very small town to visit my friend Phil. Of course, it was dark. It was probably 11 p.m. when I got there, and I'd never been to this location before. So when I walked in the door, it was pretty dark in there, and they had a pretty large dance floor with tables uh, around the dance floor. As I walked across this large, empty dance floor, in the middle of it was this woman that was standing there beaming, looking at me, Almost exactly like you would picture in a movie, like the wind machine was on her hair. (laughs) It was like spotlights were illuminating her, and she was smiling at me. And I just basically said, what, 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 what? I really didn't understand what was going on. And I 
kind of smiled back and made my way over to the table. I found Phil and a bunch of other guys and sat down to eat and have a couple beers. And of course, this woman, who turned out to be Sandy, was our waitress. So we chatted a little bit, and I became very, very intrigued about what had just happened. I actually didn't really know what just happened. And so the next day, I went back in the afternoon with Phil to the same bar restaurant, and sure enough, Sandy was working again. And we started talking, and I knew that something was going on. It was very, very strange. But I was intrigued by her and definitely knew that this was not an accident. As it turns out, Sandy was going through a very difficult separation and then divorce with three small children. And I was living in Los Angeles, a single guy in his own apartment with three cars, basically a company car, my own car, and then I bought a Jeep to have fun with in the desert and everywhere else, the beach. And... I immediately thought, you know, this is cool and all, but I really don't want to have a 3,000-mile long-term friendship and or relationship with this recently separated mother with three small children. Well, (laughs) less than a year later, I had relocated from Los Angeles back to upstate New York, where I was originally from. At the time I met Sandy, I was developing a business plan for a new technology company, since I was in computer technology at the time, and literally started that company in 1993, July of 1993, in Ithaca, New York. That's a whole nother story because that's a wild and amazing story of how we became pioneers in the digital audio world, and uh, pretty much any musician or famous artist at the time were using our products, but we'll talk about that another time. So Sandy and I met in 92. We got together, living together in 1993. As I mentioned, she had three small children, Sarah, Jake, and Angelica. They were five, three, and one when I met her. And I immediately became the extra dad because their father was still in their life. Sandy and I had our first child together, Maya, in 1995. And then we had our baby, our second child together, Natalia, in 1996. So we had five children that we raised. They're all fully functioning adults, with some of them with families of their own right now. Sandy and I have five grandchildren with another one on the way. We've been together for 25 years, and we've been married for 20 years. Like most marriages, it hasn't always been perfect or easy, but we're empty nesters now, and Sandy and I are really enjoying our life together here on the beach in Florida. We look forward to what the future holds, and part of my vows that I speak quite often is none of us knows what it will hold, but we're thankful each day that we get to spend with each other and, um, you know, run this business together. So let's get into show number five. What are the best months or time of year for my beach or destination wedding? So let's set the stage. Because we're in Florida, we're going to talk about beach and destination weddings and the weather here on the east coast of central Florida. If you're going to have your destination wedding in the islands or in the Carolinas, you're going to want to know specifically about the weather in those locations and events that occur in those locations, what time of year. But for our sake, we're going to talk about what happens here. As you know, the east coast of central Florida is an extremely busy and popular tourist area. We have a 12-month wedding season in Florida. 
while the winter months is definitely the slow season for our wedding business, it's a great time to consider having a destination wedding. The best time for you to have your beach or destination wedding is when you really want to have it, when it fits your plans. If it happens to be in an incredibly busy time of year, we'll work around it. We'll figure out a plan that will work for you. But you need to have your wedding when you really want it. There are some special dates that people look for, especially when it's numerology or numbers. Like last year, on 11-11-17, we had seven bookings, and we had to turn away four. Also, dates like 420, some of you will know what that means, um, holidays like New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, the 4th of July. These are all dates that some couples look for specifically to mark and make it easy for them to remember their anniversary. Sometimes couples want to have the same date as when they were engaged or their parents' anniversary or any number of special dates that have a meaning for them. We find that destination weddings often occur when people take vacation time in the summer. You know, the classic summer vacation, kids are out of school, kids are out of college. And if that's what works best for you, then pick that time and figure out what works best in terms of the location that you're going to choose your destination wedding. Visualize what the wedding theme and your vibe will be. This is going to help you pick a season. Is it fully decked with formal wedding dresses, bridesmaids dresses, tuxedos, and suits? This may guide you to choose a cooler month. Although we have done weddings like those in July with a heat index of 110 or 115 degrees. If you plan on having a super casual, you know, Jimmy Buffett style uh, beach wedding, chill, with shorter dresses and bare feet and men wearing linen outfits or shorts, then the summer months are fine. Just make the plan for when it will work best for you and for your location. If you're going to have a reception, a lot of wedding planners will tell you that the venue is the most critical choice before anything else. And we agree with that. You need to make sure that your reception venue is available for the date that you want to have your wedding. Flexibility can be key here. Let's say you want to get married in July. You're not really sure what date. And you're going to have a reception of 80 people. Let us help and other planners help you nail down your wedding reception venue first to find a date that's going to work for that perfect venue, and then your wedding date will fall into place. Remember to plan well in advance for this to increase your odds of booking the right venue for your reception. If you're just going to have a beach wedding or a destination wedding and not have a formal reception, you'll have a lot more flexibility in terms of the date and time that you want to have your wedding. Again, make sure you understand the seasonality and the events occurring where you are planning your destination or beach wedding. It's going to be different for each location. For more information about the east coast of central Florida weather and when to have weddings, what month, what season, you can read our blog post, The Magic Months for Florida Beach Weddings, which the link for that blog post is in the show notes of this show. So for this podcast, we're going to break into four seasons and talk about the seasonality of beach and destination weddings. So for the season, we're going to say spring is mid to late February, March, April, and mid-May. The endless summer is the second half of May, June, July, August, and September. We're going to call fall, October, and November. 
And we're going to call winter December, January, and the first two weeks of February. First up is spring. Spring's a great time for sunrise ceremonies. It's great for receptions right on the beach. And for the east coast of Central Florida, mid to late February kicks off the busy season and spring. Average temperature of daytime high is 71, and the average nighttime low is 51. For us, the Daytona 500 occurs, and that is the kickoff of the crazy season. All the hotels in a large radius are booked, restaurants are full, and beaches start to get day trippers and vacationers. And for 2019, the Daytona 500 is physically on February 17th, but there are people here and racing all week long prior to that. The first two weeks of February are great for cooler beach or destination weddings. It's still off-season if you can do it before the Daytona 500 season, and it's still winter. The last week of February is also great, and we would consider it still to be early spring. March is full spring, with average daily temps around 75, and the average nighttime low is 57. It has become a busy month for our area. Bike Week is another very large event here on the east coast of Central Florida, and even though it's based in Daytona, it spreads over, uh, you know, 60 miles. And in 2019, they're expecting 500,000 motorcycles uh, coming into the area, and the hotels and restaurants will be heavily booked for that nine-day period. Lodging and uh, restaurants are, can be challenging. The beach is okay. It's not really busy during this event. Uh, mostly motorcycles aren't out on the beach. It's just lodging and hotels that are the challenge. Spring break is also all month of March for colleges around the United States. Uh, Ohio State and Florida State go March 9th through the 17th, for instance. There are websites out there with um, you know, major colleges and when their spring breaks are scheduled for 2019. March is a great month for beach weddings, but April is a better bet here on the east coast of central Florida. But April also fills up quickly, so you need to plan ahead. March is also when Eastern Time or Spring Forward starts, March 10th, with the sun setting after that date about 7.30 p.m. So let's talk about April. April is one of our magic months, along with November. The average temperature during the daytime high is 79, and the average nighttime low is 60 degrees. April kicks off our busiest wedding season, which ends at the end of August. It's perfect weather here on the east coast of Central Florida. We have longer daylight days, so evening weddings come into play. Easter is semi-busy, and it occurs on April 21st, 2019. Still not a bad time to consider a beach or destination wedding. Schools and colleges are still in session, so you don't have a lot of vacationers in our area. The day tripper or local beach traffic starts to increase on the weekends as weather is getting warmer. Let's skip forward to May. We consider the first half of May as early spring. The average temperature in the daytime high is 82 degrees, and nighttime low average temperature is 69 degrees. School is still in session in Florida until May 20th or so, and same with colleges. The beaches start getting busier. There are warmer days here in May. And it's still off-season. It's sort of the last of off-season. As soon as schools start letting out and colleges start letting out, it becomes prime season. 
May is significant also because May 1st starts turtle nesting season here in Volusia County, Florida. There are a lot of environmental controls over what can and cannot be done on the beach at dark during turtle nesting season. In other locations, they may have specific regulations and other seasonal topics. So when talking to your planner and your destination wedding location, make sure you ask all of these questions. As I mentioned, turtle nesting season starts May 1st and it ends October 31st. This means that no equipment or lights can be on the beach before sunrise or after sunset. People can, you can be on all night, but nothing else is allowed. Spring weddings have full flexibility for sunrise setups and parties with lights on the beach. Reception venues have good general availability in the spring. Spring is an excellent choice for beach weddings and destination weddings and receptions. Endless summer. Oh yes, here in Florida, this is our busy season for sure. If you're going to consider doing a summer beach or destination wedding, consider doing it during the week and not on the weekend. The second half of May is summer. The average high temperature during the day is 85 degrees and the average nighttime low is 71 degrees. The colleges and schools are out of session. The beaches are teeming with young people. The summer season officially begins and we have very busy beach weekends at the end of May. Venues start to book heavily. Make sure you plan in advance if you're looking for a summertime reception venue. While Northern primary and secondary schools are still in session in the end of May, they are going to be letting out in a few weeks. Classic summer vacations for most employed people have not yet started, and in-season pricing is well into effect at the end of May. And Memorial Day is a super busy time at the beach. Do not plan to have a weekend Memorial Day wedding in the middle of the afternoon at the beach. Not that you can't have one. Mornings and later in the evenings are okay, but not the middle of the afternoon. Moving into June, our busiest month of the year. The average daytime high is 88 degrees and nighttime low is 72 degrees. In the first half of June, northern primary and secondary schools are still in session. The weekenders are fully packed out with the day trippers and out-of-towners. It's fully summer heat in play at the beach. June is the wedding month. It's the June bride. June also offers the longest daylight days of the year. Weddings can start as late as 7.30 p.m. for cooler temps and less busy beaches. And oh yeah, June is when hurricane season begins. Bumping into July, the average daytime high is 90 degrees and the average nighttime low is 73 degrees. July is our second busiest month of the year. Fourth of July weekend is super busy, but there's lots of fireworks and cool events. Again, you can have a 4th of July weekend wedding, but don't plan on it being in the middle of the afternoon on the weekends or even on the 4th of July. Early morning, evening is fine. We also have the Coke Zero 400 NASCAR race in our area. Next year, it'll be on July 6th, and hotels and restaurants will be heavily booked. Folks, July, no getting around it, is hot. Please consider morning weddings before 11 a.m. and, again, later in the evening. By August, which is well into our third month of summer, the average high is 90 degrees, the average low is 74 degrees. 
we've had a lot of heat by this time. Uh, it's a better summer month for venues than June and July. There's more availability. Again, it's going to be hot. So morning weddings before 11 a.m. and later in the evenings are best. Beaches are still very busy on the weekends. And schools and colleges start getting back into session in late August. September, for most people, is fall. It's when Labor Day occurs and everything changes. Not here on the east coast of Central Florida, though. We're still ravaged with summer heat. The average high is 88 degrees. The average nighttime low is 74 degrees. As I record this here in late September, it's 90 degrees outside. So it's still summer. While we want it to be cooling down, especially if we're from the north like I am, um, you're ready for uh, a cooler season. It's not here yet, not in Florida. All schools are back in session in September. The off-season, however, begins. Pricing for hotels go down. Availability goes way up. Restaurants are less busy. September is a traditionally strong wedding month in the United States, not so much in destination areas, so venues can still be highly available in the month of September. We have a significant drop in beach weddings, as destination season has ended, that's because we are out of the traditional vacation months and schools are back in session. And a reminder, in September, we're still in turtle nesting season, so the rules of the beach still apply. Finally, we can talk about the fall season, off-season and magical weather. Let's start with October. October has an average daytime high of 83 degrees, and a nighttime low of 67. 83 at the beach with a nice breeze is a perfect temperature. October offers the first real relief from the summer heat. The beaches are much quieter even on the weekends. Off season, for sure, pricing for hotels is down. Availability for venues and restaurants are way up. It's less busy. There's one event that does occur here in our territory in October. And that's Biketoberfest. Similar to Bike Week, it is a motorcycle event in Volusia County, but it's much smaller. Only about 150,000 motorcycles, or less than one-third, come into town, and the event is much shorter in length. In 2019, it's only a four-day event from October 18th to October 21st. October is a really good month for our area for planners and venues. And October is the official end of turtle nesting season, which ends on October 31st. And now, the second magic month for beach and destination weddings. It was April, now November. November has an average high of 77 degrees, an average nighttime low of 59 degrees. Turtle nesting season has ended. So sunrise weddings with setups and evening receptions with lights and parties on the beach are okay. Even bonfires are allowed in certain areas where the permit. November is a busy season for our business. Uh, we have a lot of locals who know it's off season, the temperatures are perfect, and it's a great time for local people to get married. November is truly off season, except for Thanksgiving weekend, but even then, that's not too crazy of a time here in our location. This is the last month with warmer temps before the winter season begins, and oh yeah, hurricane season is officially over. 
We haven't had any hurricanes this year. We haven't had any threats this year. We pray for those up in the Carolinas that just had to deal with Florence. But we had two in 11 months and 17 and 18. So statistically, we're feeling like we need a break. Also, another thing to really consider about your destination or beach wedding in November is that the time changes. And this year in 2018, the fallback where we lose an hour of daylight will occur on November 4th. On we go to the winter season. The season with pricing deals, much cooler temps, and empty beaches. December, the average high is 71 degrees and the average nighttime low is 52 degrees. It is off-season and it's super quiet around here except for Christmas through New Year's. That is an in-season week. December provides the shortest days of sunlight, where it's going to be dark by 5.30 p.m., so mid-afternoon beach ceremonies are preferred. Venues, vendors, restaurants, and planners have high availability and want to book in the month of December. So there will be special pricing and deals available across all vendors. You just need to ask. The only exception to this is some vendors or uh, planners may have certain days around Christmas and New Year that are blocked out. Moving into January, the average high temp is 68 degrees and the average nighttime low is 50 degrees. This will be the coolest month of winter. It's definitely off season and super quiet around the beaches, except as I mentioned previously, Christmas through New Year. High availability for vendors, venues, and planners. Special pricing deals are available across most vendors. And it's the last slow month of the season before the busy peak season begins in the second half of February, coming all the way back around to where we started from. The kickoff in East Central Florida is the Daytona 500. So in summary, in East Central Florida, we have a 12-month beach and destination wedding season. The busier the season, meaning late spring, summer, the longer planning time you're going to need to assure availability of venues and vendors. The busy in-season on the east coast of Central Florida starts in the second half of February and ends around Labor Day. April and November are magic months for beach and destination weddings in our location. It's out of turtle nesting season, the temperatures are perfect, and it's off-season. If you want to wear more formal and warmer clothing, look into early spring, fall, or winter weddings. Don't forget to ask about discounts in the winter seasons. But most importantly, start by picking the date that you want. If you have total flexibility, work with a good planner to provide you with great options and pricing to meet your budget. Thank you for listening to The Beach Wedding Show. If you like what you hear, please subscribe. We're now available on many different podcast networks, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitch, TuneIn, and coming soon, Spotify. Please share links to individual shows and our podcasts on social media, such as Facebook and Twitter. You can see our website at www.paradisebeachweddings.net and have a look at our Facebook page at facebook.com slash paradisebeachweddings. And we'll see you next week for show number six. Bye-bye.